Hi, you're listening to Human Raccoons. I'm Mike. I'm Mish, and this is The Dumpster. Alright, what's up everybody? I'm Michelle. Nope, that's not the intro. What's up everyone? I'm Mish, that's Mike. This is The Dumpster. This is a dumpster brought to you by... Sparkling buble. We yeah. are the buble babes. Buble babes, peach, peach flavor. Next week we're going to be brought to you by Aha, which is what <laughs> I don't like Aha that much. Really? I think bubbly like gets the carbonated ratio just right, and Yo, Aha is a, t- a bit too fizzy for the mouth. You know? I I do agree with you. Uh, I'm gonna delve into we're we're opening up this episode with sparkling water talk. <laughs> um, Zevia. What the fuck is that? Zevia is zero calorie soda. Okay, I hate the name. Sweet. What's sweetened with stevia? That's what it's called. Okay, zevia. well, that's, yeah, that's why I hate it. <laughs> but it tastes unbelievable and they have really good flavors. They have grape Now, are soda. these available here or in Yeah, Halifax? no, no, they're, no, no, oh, here. Okay. Yeah, we'll get into Halifax. Uh, I yeah. had these at a work party oh. and everyone was having beers and I was a yeah. Zevia babe. Yeah, Zevia babe. <laughs> <laughs> which is you know it's been a hot minute since we've done this we are behind on like three episodes but hopefully we we're behind on three episodes and we've taken it from behind by the world yeah pretty much lots to talk about today i don't even know where to start lots to talk about today um we could start by talking about your the 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 closure of your wedding Oh, yeah. So I was in a wedding last week. Do we really want to go into this? I mean, why not? Let's kick it off. You were in a wedding last week? I was week. in a wedding last week, um, and it was a beautiful wedding, and the couple was be- were beautiful, and everything really went off mostly without a hitch, except they got hitched. Um, okay. But- <laughs> Should we restart this episode? <laughs> but... There was something that I noticed and I kept telling the bride this and she listened. So she knows it's fine. I'm not going to be ruffling any feathers. But the entire time that we were doing this process, like bachelorette, everything like it just was like it felt like there's so many more expenses for women in weddings than there are for men. And then on top of that, the level of interest from men is so low that it just ends up being another event like. Have you ever heard of like the whole like slave mom concept? I have not, but can I can I pitch a word in? Pitch a word in. Or yeah. I don't know what the can I cut in here for a second? Yeah, cut in. I think the interest uh being more on the side of the woman in the wedding is normal mm-hmm. because I think it would be fair to use this blanket statement women care about weddings more than men. The ceremony that is. Okay. Well, Okay, I will give you that. I think women are like more particular about what they want because we've been like bred from like they're sold a dream from like day one. Yeah, exactly. We're sold the dream. wedding. Literally every thing. single day of our lives, we're sold the dream. So it makes sense that like we've kind of, I guess, been socialized or like, you know, we've we've internalized it more than men. But at the end of the day, men ask you to get married. So in my opinion, they should be just as involved, even if they don't like have an Ooh, opinion. I'm fired up. Even though they don't have opinion, maybe they don't have an opinion on like the design or the aesthetic. And some men do, by the way. Like some mm-hmm. men want to be very involved and like have. And those men marry other men. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I get, I get not being as interested. But like, if you are going to participate in this tradition where you're like going to go out of your way 
and propose to a woman and you want them to get married, you, you are the one that initiated the marriage, then you are responsible for some things in the wedding. And it should not be an excuse, like a lot of events are, for women to just do free labor and get nothing from it. Right. Yes, but pause. Here's the thing. All I'm hearing from this is men ask women to get married, therefore they should contribute. Yeah, they should. So, so pause. If women want to get married, they should ask men. Yeah. Propose. Hey, ladies, bend the knee. I'm not against bending the knee. I don't. I just think it's what's ironic is I think the same dudes that don't want to help would fucking feel pussy whipped if their fucking girlfriend got down on one knee and proposed to them. It's like I think it would just, just be confusing. You know, it's like, are you proposing or are you just getting a stain out of the floor? <laughs> <laughs> are you on your knees for some other reason or? Right. That was the joke right. I made. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, I just had to get that off my chest. Yeah. But it's not to say that's that a fun, light way to start a podcast. <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean, listen, like I talked to the bride about this too. Just like even just hair, makeup, dress, dress alterations. Easily, I spent easily over six hundred dollars just on the way that I was going to look that day. Whereas a dude, and I know this is like whatever, like maybe I didn't have to spend that money, and that's fair. Like I could have just shown up and gone natural, did my own hair, did my own makeup, you know. But. You guys just, you know, put in, put on a fucking oh, suit. Oh, baby, I'm getting my hair done professionally. Okay, well, so. you get in the shower. You fucking get it. Get in the shower with a fucking shower beer. Fucking chill out. What's a shower beer? It's a beer you drink in the shower. Oh, I don't do like, that. Like, you could just do that and then fucking roll up like 20 minutes before the wedding and be ready to go. Yeah. And it's just like very unfair. And so sure. In the more tra- in a more traditional relationship, I can support it. But for me, I'm not doing any of that shit, and I'm not making anyone do that shit for oh me. Oh my god, can you actually do the opposite and like grow out your armpit and leg hair for your wedding? Um, I'm just not gonna get married. It's just gonna be like if I get married. No, you're gonna you're gonna employ a husband. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm gonna do. If I decide to get married, it's gonna be. We talked about this. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be like a wedding. I'm gonna like get all my closest friends that I love, and I'm gonna be like, hey guys. Do you guys want to go on a trip? Like, let's go on a trip. Let's organize a trip, like a group trip to like Tulum or wherever. Let's go on a trip for a Can week. Can it be to like somewhere cooler like Brossard? Yeah. Or I mean, Villaray. <laughs> <laughs> let's pack it up and head on up to Villaray. Let's, yeah, go, let's sure. go to Mexico or as I like to call it, La Rive Sud. Okay. <laughs> anyway, and then and then you and then you get the then you get the barometer on like people who really want to take a trip versus people who don't. And if people don't want to take a trip, no problem. And then right before you tell them, oh by the way, guys, like first like second day there, I'm getting married. It's gonna be a small ceremony, dinner, dancing, whatever. And then the rest of the trip is just like spent enjoying the place we're at, and it's like not so much about the couple. It's just it's crazy. Can I pitch in another idea for that wedding? Insane and like egotistical right it, weddings can get so I and this one was like a backyard wedding so this wasn't even like this was like not even that bad like on the scale of like weddings that go like grand weddings this was a beautiful outdoor wedding but it was still like on the lower scale of things like in terms of like you know high maintenance like it wasn't that high ma- she wasn't that high maintenance i've met a lot more brides that are like way crazier i think Again. if you're gonna i think <laughs> if you're gonna do that trip wedding I think you should only announce the fact that you're getting married once people have arrived. That's what I'm saying. So so they can't even get you gifts. That's it. So like no and gifts. Nobody even, and nobody even, and also there's this thing where like there's no obligation to come. Because like I did this for my 26th birthday. Which is kind of like a wedding. 
Yeah, just in, in terms of yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it, you just kind of yeah. give away yeah. <laughs> all your rights as a woman. Yeah, no. So on my 26th birthday, I went to Boston and I told my friends we're doing a weekend in Boston that also happens to be for my birthday. But there was a lot of my girlfriends that felt obligated because I said it was for my birthday to come, even though they didn't want to come. And then when they got there, they weren't like having as much fun as I would have maybe hey, liked them hey, to. pick like, a better place to go than Boston. Well, Boston was fun. Yeah. But it just, you know what like, else could be people fun? People <laughs> feel obligated to do things. And like, I don't want anyone to feel obligated to come to my wedding. Like if you feel obligated to come to a wedding, like I sincerely do not want you to come. Right. You Are know? you going to tell that to your parents? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Be like, mom, like, do you want to go to Costa Rica? <laughs> I think my mom and dad, my mom and dad are so chill. Like, they have never put pressure on me to get married, never put pressure on me to have kids, never put pressure on either me or my sister to do anything. They're just like, do your thing. If you're happy, you're happy. And if that's I it. wish they put more pressure on you to not wear New York Yankees hats. Why? What's wrong with my New York Yankees hat? You're know. wearing LA. No, I'm, I'm wearing a cactus. Oh. I thought you were wearing. I don't know. I just wanted some levity. And also, can we just take a moment to acknowledge that I am blonde and tanned. I am now. Um, yeah, you look like you look like what I imagine you look like when you were a lifeguard. No, when I was a lifeguard, I would put lemon juice in my hair, and I was a little bit chunkier, and I looked like Donald Trump, oh. which is which is truly where my right leaning politics were born. Have come from, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I I don't have right leaning politics. I have no politics because I'm privileged. Um, Okay, go on. How else? What? That's it. I mean, that that's all. I, I mean, in the same vein of like, I just felt it's like weddings sometimes can be breeding grounds for these like existing forms of sexism. Did um, you have a bunch of examples of things you wanted? You were like, oh, no, I just have one example that really pisses me off. And I was going to I was going to ask you what you thought of it. Like, okay. okay, if you and your girlfriend, whoever this girlfriend may be, like, which is a thing now, by the way. Oh, okay. Congrats. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. It you was guys are O-Fish? O-Fish, yeah. Oh, okay, nice. Official official initials or yeah. something, whatever. I hate I that. I literally <laughs> couldn't think of anything. <laughs> yeah. um, that's great. Okay, so let's say you and your girlfriend, your new girlfriend, are driving in a car, okay? Right. And then your friend, like Mark, gets in the car. Right. What is the order of things? Do you guys reshuffle or does Mark get in the back? Well, is she already in the car? Yeah. He just goes... Like she's she's riding shotgun. She's riding shotgun. Yeah, no, he, he's getting in the back. Okay. Why would why would there Perfect. be? A, because there is still a lot of guys that when they pick up their buddies, they make you get in the back. Like your your girlfriend. Your girlfriend. That's. <laughs> but it happens. No, but literally chronologically, it is a slower way of. You Absolutely, know, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Or yeah. there's some other. Okay, what about this? If let's say. You, who does that? A lot of guys, like that. You have you really, and a lot of guys too also won't let their girlfriends drive. And it's well, sometimes, and then it's the thing is subtle. It's these like subtle forms of sexism. Okay, hold on, pause, pause. Yeah. Um, are the girlfriends habitual drivers? Yes, habitual drivers. Okay, then then that's crazy. Not not saying like not like they don't drive like they they have a like I like me like I have a car I drive everywhere. Right. Okay, that's insane. Not going to lie, though. My ex-boyfriend would um, usually, like, he always preferred to drive, but he said he would get car sick. Okay, so, so there are And two- then I was like, mm, are you car sick or are you just sexist? I don't know. No, so, is he car sick or is he just sexist? So, so there are two arguments for, for that behavior that I do kind of about, like, think Support. that. Sup- like, yeah. Like, uh, first of all, like, like my mom, mm-hmm. uh, my mom and I get extremely car sick 
with certain type of drivers. Okay. Um, that's fair. Driving in passenger, like being in the passenger seat. Yeah, that's fair. I get car sick too. Um, so like, uh, if that's the case, and like my partner, the person I'm driving with, d- isn't a car sick person, right? Then it's fine. But if like I get car sick because of my partner's driving, like. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna drive. You know, so that you don't get car. So that, yeah. So yeah. that I. So but, then but like, what if okay. You, wait. What hold. if like like when we drive together, like I get car sick and so do you. So like, how do you make that? Like, do you like rock paper scissors? Well, no. Then we take turns, obviously. Yeah, but but like, for example, like like my girlfriend and I, we we did two times twelve hours of driving mm-hmm. this weekend. And you guys took turns. Yeah, we took turns. And, and like, did she the, make you car sick? No, no, no. But like on the way back, I took a nap, which is, which was like nice. Like, yeah. I took, but also, I feel like it's kind of rude. It's not like. I mean, on a 12-hour car yeah. drive, anything goes. You know what I mean? Well, that's it. Like, I took a nap and then she took a nap, so it was fine. But the other, um, and this is like kind of, I got this from my dad, so I don't know if how right it is, but let's say um, the car is in my name for insurances, whatever. Yeah. It's registered and insured in my name. Um, I might be averse to letting you drive in case something happens, even if like, like yeah, not in your... Quebec, f- that's- it's like it, that's irrelevant in Quebec. Is it? Yep. It's the driver that's insured, not the car. Right, right, right. So like you wouldn't let. So what you need to do is never let someone who's driving that doesn't have two way. Like so, I have two. Like I got two way. My dad was like, "You're getting two way," because like if you drive, it's it's the driver that's insured. I mean, I mean, it could be wrong. I mean, DM us if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that. I can drive your car because I'm insured both ways. But if so, you let someone drive your car that's insured one way and they hit someone, then like, yeah, then you're fucked. Well, yeah. So in order to avoid any like, and I'm not so uninformed on the subject. So like, and and it, it isn't the case because I'm fine. Like YOLO, my car is not that nice. But if like, if I had a really nice car and I want to yeah. like feel like I want the responsibility, I don't want to. Feel risk anxious. Like, yeah, like yeah. feel anxious and potentially angry but we're not talking i'm not talking about like letting someone drive your car i'm talking no, about no, no. like situations where no matter whose car it could be my car or your car you just have to drive because you're the dude and you feel like you should drive oh yeah that's like if it's like that it, and that is so it's so prevalent and i feel like people don't really think about how sexist it is but it is insane. and there's so many girls that i meet that are like yeah it's sexist but like i just deal with my sexist boyfriend and i'm just like good for you like teach me how to because my ex-boyfriend was sometimes a little sexist and like we would get into brawls about it like i would die on hills that i probably in retrospect shouldn't have died on because of like how like did you die on hills or did you fly into buildings <laughs> jesus I can't tell that joke anymore. Why? I can't tell my Ramadan joke anymore. Why? Because I learned that at the last... Um, okay, for the for the listeners so that you guys have some context. I have a joke where I talk about how I dated a Muslim dude. And I say my ex-boyfriend and I, we work together. And every time I see him, you know, it's hard to work with someone that you're breaking up with. Because every time I see him, you know, it, I go back to ground zero. And then I say, which adds up because he's Muslim, which is like obviously a 9-11 joke. And then I say, and then I go, I know that's racist because it's super racist. I go, I know that's racist, um, but I let him hit it Ramadan for a year. So I feel like that's kind of the joke. So the joke is very much like. It's a pun on It's raw. a pun on, and it's also like I dated this guy. Right. Like obviously, like, I mean, not that you can't be racist if you date someone of a different 
culture and then make All right. fun of them. Get but I'm Anna. no, but do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not like I'm not gonna like right. cancel myself here as like a white woman being like, Well, I dated him so I can right. but like, you know, and I made that joke at a show recently and I was told by one of the comics that there was a group of guys that were of course Muslim that really were offended by it. Um Okay. And really took it the wrong way and really didn't like it. And now I'm no longer telling that joke. Wow. So you you know what they those guys could have done? Not laugh at your joke, not like you as a comedian, and then move on. And then you Yeah, could but also like I have a hard time writing jokes that offend like if i know that my jo- my joke really hurt you or really perpetuated like a stereotype in this case it kind of does perpetuate a very like hack stereotype but i'm more upset like yes it, it's an offensive joke but but i mean i got permission like my ex was like no that's fucking funny like you should do that right joke. i think but but so i think he, it is funny he's back he but but even then it's like just because one guy says it's fine doesn't mean that the entire but you can't, community but you can't write, is going to be receptive write, to it. But you can't write jokes out of fear of hurting people's feelings. That no, those guys for like, sure. Like, but like this if is those, like a group of people that have been repeatedly sure, but targeted the, for things that they're not necessarily sure, responsible sure. So for. Sure. So if you go to a movie mm-hmm. and you see a part of a movie. Where or if I go to a movie, a, any movie essentially, mm-hmm. if I go see Top Gun, one of the highest grossing movies mm-hmm. in history, mm-hmm. as a Russian guy, mm-hmm. um, and there is heavy anti-Russian propaganda in that movie. Yes. Well, am I gonna, Stranger Things. What? Or just Stranger Things. <laughs> or just yeah, or stra- yeah. <laughs> am I gonna be like yo? Fuck Top Gun. Fuck the director of Top Gun. Fuck Tom Cruise. Fuck everyone involved in Top Gun because I don't like what you guys... No, dude. It's a movie. It's a work of art. I know, but if that movie... If you watch that movie and you go home and you feel like it brings you like sadness and it reminds you of how anti-Russian people are in general or like... Or even just as a Jewish person, if you watch a movie and it's just like a bunch of like repeated hack like jokes against Jews then I won't Jewish go see people. that movie or with those actors again like it's a, any of them no like if if that's how if if like we're being that hyperbolic of like this impacted me so deeply but it does for some people but sure so those people if they're gonna go to a comedy show yeah where it's a performance art mm-hmm. art is supposed to make you Feel. experience emotions yeah you might not like you might not like the artist. Maybe you lost two fans. I think change getting rid of that joke or change maybe you get rid of that joke cuz you've been saying it for 2 years is a better argument, but I've been saying it for like 6 months. <laughs> getting rid of that joke to placate two fans is is I'm not, So here's the thing, I'm not placating. I took a step back and I said, "I don't like the idea that I'm participating as a white person into the consistent ridicule of a group of people that have been um, of a culture that, by the way, I very much have a lot of respect for, have a hard time going home and being like, I'm contributing to like Islamophobia. I'm contributing to, you know, a movement that makes people feel like 
isolated and not good and you know what i mean so i had i took it out and and you learn i mean i think it's like a like i mean even just saying this podcast like i feel like i could just get canceled tomorrow for just like even talking about it sure i mean fair you and, know? and if you but if i think it's important to have those discussions and it's kind of it kind of leads into like what we were talking about about yesterday where you're like that random woman came up to me and was just like sure so i think if you stop saying it for that reason that's fine that's yeah. fair but i think like for example um you have a joke about having tampons on your ears yeah and if a girl came up to you like hey look like i had ovarian cancer and i don't have a uterus and like hearing you make jokes making light of like mm. you know like that really triggers me are you gonna be like oh well like no you know, but like but you because, are making, but you know? it's because most of my comedy comes from my life. So even like this joke, it comes from my life. And the whole joke is that like, it's, it's that I'm going through a breakup and that like, you know, and then it's just like, but then the tag becomes sure, hitting but, on like a racist joke. Sure. And then it's also like, it's just like a joke about nine 11. It's like a lot of people have a lot of comics have jokes about nine 11. Cause it's like, you know, tragedy plus time. Like no, it's been enough, but like at the same time, like, it's my joke isn't no longer becomes about my life. It just becomes about using it as like a quick laugh at the expense of like the Muslim culture. And that is where maybe I don't feel as good. Like in my brain, I, when I first wrote the joke, I was like, no, this is about my ex-boyfriend. Okay, but, right, you but, you I mean? but my, but my, my tampon joke, like that's fucking me putting a fucking blood on my ears like i'm sorry if you if that offends you there's nothing in that that could offend you whereas well no, my other but, joke but, but no. i am taking an opportunity where i'm digging at a, a a a stereotype that exists and that has been hurtful so like that's where i've learned that i gotta sure that's fair it, like it, in, no in longer this, there's no place for it in this case i agree that one that that specific joke really takes a dig at a culture but you can't say that there's nothing of like taking offense is a choice of course. So, and I have run this joke by many, like, by many you, you, people. You flew that like, joke into yeah. a lot of, <laughs> and and a, and a lot of comics were like, "No, that's a fucking funny joke. Keep doing that joke. Don't let." And I was okay, but at the end of the day, you're still trying to make the audience laugh. You're not trying to make comedians laugh. So if the right. audience is like, "No, we don't like that joke," and that actually makes us feel like, but does it? Is the it the audience or is it? Two the people. whole goal of like doing this is that you make other people laugh and that you make people feel good at the end of it. Sure. Now, have you have not that you make people feel bad and go home and right. go, oh fuck, like that this white woman who has no stake in this just made another dig at me and now I sure. feel like shit. Sure. Okay. Now, have you made other people laugh? Have, has this joke worked in the past? Yeah. And it's made a lot of people laugh. Yes. Right. Do you make fun of yourself uh, in your set? Yes, I do. Okay. Constantly. So so <laughs> exclusively. So. Um, would you not say that, again, I, I agree with the sentiment of uh, not wanting to take a free shot at a culture that has been historically um, portrayed in a negative light um, in society. But if you could make fun of that, of yourself, if you could make fun of every other thing that you make fun of, mm -hmm. why can't you make fun of that? Because in that moment, that punchline is not about me. All of my other punchlines are about me. When I make punchlines about wave pools being places where chubby people like gather. So how does that I'm, make fat people feel? I'm I'm chubby. I'm part of that sure. community. Right, but you also dated a Muslim person. You were Yeah, in, but I'm not Muslim. Right, but you experienced of course. In, so so like Of course. And that was 
that was the argument when I wrote the joke. Right. But I don't want to divide audiences like that. That's sure. not my goal. You, Some comics do. And I don't think that those comics are bad people because I actually think that comedy should make you feel things one way or another. And so it should offend you. And if it is half the time, I'm pretty sure it's Patrice O'Neill who said you you're either offending people or you're making people laugh. Like that's those are the two things you want to hit and not everyone in the room should be laughing at your jokes. Some people should be offended by So them. how do you think people feel who are chubby and aren't as confident as you that go to wave pools and then feel like you're making fun of them? And well, I'm what if, what if a fat person or a person that is Okay, well what if a Russian person listens to your joke and goes, I fucking don't like that? Cool, they'll never listen to me again. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but you can. The thing is, is though, you care less about your impact that, that the impact. No, that your I joke don't. Has no, no, me, whereas I, don't, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm still like. No, I don't care like, less it really, about it. It really like when I did the show and the producer called me and was like, some people in the audience didn't like that joke. I immediately my stomach turned and I said, "That makes me like that makes me really fucking." Is this sad. a? Oh wait, hold on. Is this a producer that whose shows you do regularly, or is this a producer where? You, I did a one show. You did a one show and you did really, really well and won a prize on that show. No. No. Okay. No. No, no. It wasn't Vaudeville. Vaudeville. Okay. No, no, no. That room is great. Okay. But I also know that that joke is, you know, caters to also kind of like an older form of humor. Like right. it's, t- this show also was mostly Gen Z's and so like, you know, they weren't, they weren't standing for any, any, right. any bullshit. Right. And. Which, you know, I learned. And, you you know, the only thing I can do is move forward. And Right. Well, guys, Michelle is canceled. And Michelle is canceled. Uh, you can now stop listening to our podcast and start listening to Bubbly Babes. Yeah. Uh, Your girl's podcast. never getting booked again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can you talk about what you called me about yesterday? About the, the, the woman who just came up to you and, like, oh, not, yeah. not okay. kind of so, comment about you being right So, um, as you people may know, I am born in Moscow. Um, and I was at the beach enjoying a lovely sunny afternoon in Halifax with my girlfriend. Uh, a lovely couple came up to us. They were old. The man was 70 and the woman was probably like 13 or 14. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she was just two, two old people. And we started, I had like no reaction. I was like, yeah, that adds up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we were in Thailand. Um, and we we started chatting they were lovely we talked about how halifax is changing we talked about the food we talked about you know a bunch of things and then the conversation went to like oh where are you guys from and then my girlfriend was like oh like i'm from montreal and then they asked me like where are you from i was like i'm also from montreal but i was born in russia and this this man like pretty much every stranger that I run into that asks me where I'm from and I tell them that I'm Russian. By the way, I'm not going to ever stop telling people I'm Russian. I'm not ashamed of being a Russian person. I'm ashamed of what my government is doing. Just want to make that clear. Uh, no amount of... Disc- I don't know what it's called, but you can never take the pride of who I am as a person away from me. It's my own thing. Um, anyway. No, it's, I, anyway, mean, I think people often forget like they make these assumptions about the people that are losing the most when governments, you know, governments in Russia or governments anywhere in in the world are doing chaotic things is the people in that country. They suffer first. And then also, you know, the countries that they're invading. Right. But (laughs) so I tell them that I'm Russian 
And this guy goes, oh, wow, that's crazy. You should go tell your leader, Vladimir Putin, to stop invading Ukraine. Right. And that makes me blood red mad. Yeah, you're like, one second, let me get him. I have him on speed dial. Yeah, I'll, so... I'll let him know. Yeah, so that's it. Like <laughs> The UN sanctions didn't work, but my calling him, that'll do it. Exactly. Well, yeah, that and like, it makes me... It, so so that made me mad. And then I was like, you know what? I, I decided to lean in. I'll be like, actually, fucking Randy, whatever your fucking name is, Jordan. I don't... I don't I, to be honest, we didn't introduce ourselves. <laughs> Um, Levi, uh, Levi, yeah, uh, too Jewish. Um, <laughs> I was like, actually, I was, I'm, I'm in support of what Vladimir Putin is doing in Ukraine because I want some discounted real estate in Kiev. You said that, yeah, dead I said face, that, yeah, face, yeah, like, face. and and he's like, oh, ha ha ha, oh, uh, you're gonna need to do a lot of remodeling. I'm like, well, at least a demolition part is done, right. Um and just and then and equal parts insensitive and equal parts hilarious that you just like double down on well his well you double down on his idea of what like Russians are which is that like all Russians support Putin and it's like a lot of Russians actually don't because he hasn't done anything yeah, and you great know what, for them either and, and you know what happens to people who don't support Putin in Russia they disappear yeah Bec- and, and that's why everyone thinks yeah. that russians support yeah. putin because the ones that are vocal about not supporting him either a don't live in russia or yeah. b die people think it's a choice like it's not yeah people you don't think have a choice yeah you don't have a choice just like now in america you can't choose to get rid of your baby exactly uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um which is another whole thing that we could get into oh but goodness. um i'm sweating uh but so so i just think it's so like well you kind of took the wind out of my sails with 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 and i love sales as a jew um <laughs> uh i think it's just super crazy that i think that because i don't present as a minority that it's okay to make these like assumptions about my my like inclinations and about my politics and about my you know my so like my stance on on geopolitics um, you you had a great point. It's like I'm gonna take the wind out of your sails. It's like uh, coming up to a black guy and being like in America and being like, "Hey, like I voted for Barack Obama," you know? Yeah. Where like oh well, like Barack Obama, the president who bought oh no no sorry like going up to a to a black guy in America who happens to be from Sudan and be like, "I voted for." Barack Obama yeah. and then like oh well actually Barack Obama like sanctioned the bombing of like eight of my cousin's weddings um, and also like passed the most anti-privacy policies in American yeah, I history. I don't think you should like make I mean I mean your to your credit your your girlfriend also said you know this guy I think was trying to connect with you like he was he absolutely was in like humor and try to like make you know make a point of, and then like also kind of call out that he he thinks he knows what's going on in geopolitics and like that's what a lot of it is it's a lot of like presenting like someone who goes up who went up to in 2016 who went up to a random black person and said hey i voted for obama is mostly just trying to say hey i like support you but like that's just like it's virtue signaling it's live virtue signaling of it. i'm not a bad person yeah. because i voted for someone who i think you would like support and it's the same thing with this guy coming up to you and just being like, hey, like, tell Putin, to, like, bro, like. It was clumsy. It was, the intention was good. It yeah. was clumsy. 
Um, I just, you know. But just because we talked about this, just because your intention is in the right place, like, doesn't it doesn't absolve your delivery. It doesn't absolve your behavior. Like, you can have good intentions and still be a shitty person. Or not be a shitty person, but make shitty decisions. Right. Um, so. And what is, what, what I found so maybe interesting. maybe just don't. Just don't, like, maybe don't make assumptions unless, unless, like, you're really close with someone, like, I feel like you and I could poke at each other in ways that other like strangers couldn't. But like, unless if you're sh- if you have the type of relationship with someone where you can go that far and make these like crazy jokes, okay, fine, whatever. That's between you and them. But don't go up to strangers and just fucking say things and make assumptions about them. That's like just stupid. So what right? I yes, uh, absolutely right. <laughs> um, Always seeking validation, dude. You are on. A million different high horses today. I know. Uh, you are you are walking from soapbox to soapbox. <laughs> yeah. um, the floor is lava, and you're standing on soapboxes. Um, <laughs> uh, what what I found Everybody very interesting about up. yeah, um, what I found interesting about Halifax is, um, and this was an interesting point made by that old couple too, is it has a very high for. Per capita, mm-hmm. it's got a lot of universities. Okay. So a lot of the people that go to Halifax happen to go there to go to university. Mm. So like... So is it filled with just like intellectuals? So it, it's filled with like very left wing... Like it's Isn't uh, it funny that the more educate education people get, the more left they go. Well, it, it's, it's like a thing. It's yeah. that like that's always been a thing that uh, like people who are in academia are always more woke. i think i find i was talking to, to this with my with our friend um the thing about university is that and or higher education in general is that it doesn't not that it teaches you more not that you're smarter it just really gives you the tools certain programs really give you the tools to think more critically about things and so you're not you're you're letting facts persuade feeling and not feeling persuade facts and feelings persuading facts is something that a lot of people do where they have a feeling about something they don't want to let it go they don't want to inspect why they have that feeling and that therefore they find facts that support their initial feeling which is also called confirmation bias and then they just live their life that way based on that feeling but the thing about feelings is that they're fleeting they change and you can rarely ever trust them unless you're constantly inspecting them god this podcast is a fucking snoozer but it's, but it's true <laughs> yeah. am i am i am i not right we have arguments all the time where yeah. we steal what's his face's thing and we go facts not feelings feelings yeah. not facts like fa- the fact of the matter is this and then but i feel this right and but then, there's always but two if, facts to the same reality right but what i'm saying is that you should let facts bare boned facts drive how you feel about something right. and not let feelings drive and then get facts to support your feelings but it's very hard to find bare boned facts these days because a lot of facts of that we talk about are like statistical people, facts. Right. And people a, present things as facts that right, it, uh, that's right. not. Anyway, all this to say, I, I found it very funny how, and, and this happens with everything lately, and this is like, a, I think, a trait of capitalism, of how any movement, if let, if allowed to exist long enough, becomes marketing. Of course. Which, which I just find, find awesome because like, BLM turned into uh, like t-shirts. So well, like, kidding? It turned into a whole fucking street art. R- right, right, right. Like on Washington Avenue. Yeah. So, uh, which is amazing, but also doesn't really solve anything. No, no, that's it. Um, <laughs> and uh, how like 
having like a BLM t-shirt is considered cool now in well, the same way that having like a Rolling Stones tour shirt yeah like vintage and, it, and not that it shouldn't be cool but it's the fact that it gets used for right. service the wrong so things. so the funny thing is um if you go to halifax only halifax uh because we we drove a lot around like uh rural like rural towns in in nova scotia but in like academia hub halifax every fourth or fifth building that has a storefront has an LGBTQIA plus flag in it. So much so okay. that we walked by <laughs> um, an army surplus store okay. and they had an LGBTQIA plus. But pl- isn't that amazing? But isn't it amazing that... What's well, th- also Pride Month, Mike. Oh, you think that's what it is? It's also like June. Yeah, it's Pride Month. Oh, and I mean, c- I'm sure they probably have, if they have it all year round, that would be amazing, but it's also Pride Month. Oh, okay. So I see. Okay. Now I really took the wind out of your sails. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm happy because like, I don't know where this was going. No, I just like it's it's like if there's any group of people that doesn't support like guns. Well, that's or, changed in the army. Uh, yeah, but if you ask anyone that's like very left leaning, how they feel about guns, it's like one of those party line things, you know, that'll very very. Oh, you're saying like the the army having the flag and then also like having guns is like contradictory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like like like. The, I'm the, sure the, there's the, like the, gays with guns. Oh, there's plenty I mean, of gays it's a with great guns. Great acronym. So. Yeah, <laughs> gay, yeah. Gay, also, grand, great band name. Gays with guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I just thought it was it was like comical, and they also had this really cool like, you know how like when the native kids got found under they they they're like no yeah. You know. First Nations, actually, it's um, actually not First Nations because not all, tr- not all bands are under the First Na- Nations. Really? Flag, yeah. Anyway, okay. Like Inuit is not part of First Nations, but they are the so First. So if you Na- say Indigenous, it's the safest. Okay. Or First Peoples. Anyway, um, no. Th- th- <laughs> <laughs> Just jumping from soapbox. To soapbox. Yeah, <laughs> they had uh, no child left behind. Yeah. Thing, which is really cool, but if you consider. The How abortion, no, no, the abortion thing. Um, it's like okay, no child left behind, but also like we're getting rid of kids that you don't want them. <laughs> oh God! You know, it's yeah. it's it's one of those like. I mean, Canada's not doing that. No, no, no. But um, it, you're right. It's it's not a Canadian thing. It's just a fun yeah. little. Yeah, it was funny in your brain. It was yeah. All right. Well, we're both tired, and you guys are probably like, "What the fuck? We did not yeah. sign up for this." But um, yeah, it's like, hey, let, do you want to talk about farts and poop <laughs> and um. And on that note, thanks guys for joining. Uh, follow us at Human Raccoons. We got some shows coming up, so make sure to give our uh, Instagram a follow. And for all information about tickets and shows and all this stuff, we've got you know JFLs coming up. We're gonna be doing uh, a cool show, so stay tuned for that. Mike, anything else to plug? Uh, no. Merch coming soon. Merch so coming soon. I was gonna say a merch coming soon, and and, yeah. and you know, and just uh, remember to vote with your dollar. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.